0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to DAO Talk. This is the first Dow Talk of the new year. It is 2023. This is DAO Talk episode 29, your one-stop shop for everything Dows. I'm Tommy. And I'm Frisian. Welcome back, Frisian. It was a good uh, end-of-year wrap, but we missed you on that end-of-year wrap. Shannon was a, a wonderful fill-in host, but nothing comes close to, to the man himself. So welcome back, my friend.
1: Yeah, I'm going to tell you what. I listened Two, it's beginning to look a lot like Downless, episode 28 of Dow Talk with Tommy and Shannon. I'm not going to lie, I think it might have been better than any <laughs> of my episodes. So, at a minimum, we're going to have to bring Shannon back as much as possible.
0: Yeah, we'll bring Shannon back for sure. Uh, it, it's good to have a little diversity of, of the hosts, especially a lot of male energy on Dow Talk. There's a lot of male energy in crypto in you general. Know,
1: seriously, man, we need that female energy like just across the board. Yes. yeah it's definitely a bro fest out here and i'm not gonna lie like i mean you know there's nothing wrong with it, a good bro fest but I feel like it's great <laughs> if we could also have some nice feminine energy like some other energy yeah the more diversity the better please absolutely yeah
0: i think like most of my favorite people in crypto are, are women um so i don't think that's a coincidence and it's not just because i'm a guy a straight male you know it's I think they're they're voice of reason, and they bring a lot of uh, (laughs) clarity to the bro fest because it's been a bro fest. I feel like for the past ten years, so for sure. So
1: it's so true. It's so true.
0: Yeah. So welcome back, Dow Talk. This is uh, I guess this is officially season two. Starting season two. Um, If you listen to the last episode, if you didn't, or if you did, go back listen to it. We're not going to recap. Uh, Season one of Dow Talk—that's what the last episode was for. Maybe we'll link some of the the Dow Talk recaps um, in the show notes, or go to DowTalk.Substack.com. That's where the written uh, version of Dow Talk is. You can stay updated on everything there. But here we go. Season two. It's 2023. It's a new year. Things feel very fresh. You know, we're we're in that time um, between, like, I think it feels kind of like that, but we're still in that time between Christmas or the holidays and New Year's, where things are a little bit slow um, we're we're starting to come out of that. Things are starting to pick up again. So this week, you know, there's there's not a ton going on in the DAO space. So we're just going to, um, you know, talk about the new year, talk about what's coming up in the next couple of months or, or time after that, what's happening in the space, you know, what, what we're working on, what, um, some of the best people in the space are working on, what Tally has cooking, and, uh, we'll, we'll pick it up as, as the thing rolls along in the next coming week. So, Start off with this tweet. This first tweet, I feel like it's it's pretty um, encapsulating of of the vibes of of Twitter recently, especially um, coming off the OnChain summit. We got a, a great tweet from a user at Zach Roth, who has the I think it's a Zora orb or Zorb as his profile picture. OnChain is feeling very punk rock, and 15 year old Zach with bleached spiky hair hitting NoFX and Anti Flag shows is here for it. First and first question is what are those words that I just said? Because I, I'm way too young. Maybe I was just at the edge to not understand what those things mean. I understand they're probably very uh, punk rock and anti-establishment, but can you fill me in real quick before we dive into the, the on-chain punk rock movement?
1: Yeah, I definitely am familiar with NoFX and Anti-Flag because I'm a crypto boomer, aka I'm older than 21. So yeah, um, this tweet definitely hits for me. You know what I'm saying? Um mm-hmm. It hits for me across the board, like, look, I'm trying to, like, build cool shit on Ethereum. You know what I'm saying? Like, build some novel protocols, build some trustless DAOs, build our organizations from the ground up, leveraging the unique capabilities of Ethereum and Web3. And I don't care if it's cool. You know what? Like, now everyone thinks crypto has nothing going for it because FTX collapsed. I don't care about FTX. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't here for that in the first place. All right. I'm trying to build on chain with the homies. And I love this energy. And I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah, you really weren't here for all of that shit that went down. It was honestly, it was it was almost like movie script level timing when Frision just pieces out and SBF collapses.
1: I don't I don't I don't want I don't want mainstream adoption. Okay. Like I don't want like crypto to be fully integrated into the US legal system. Like I do want that later, but not now. The tech is not ready. It is what it is. Like we don't have cheap transactions yet. We have roll-ups on Ethereum that aren't sufficiently decentralized and also are still too expensive for like most applications of blockchain. The UX of self-custody is not even close to where it needs to be. Um We don't have blockchain privacy. So, like, the tech isn't ready yet. But the good news is the tech is being built, right? There's amazing teams working on every single one of those things. On the DAO side, you have amazing teams like Tally and others. We're going to talk about Cali later in this episode. We've been working with, you know, a lot of other cool, like, DAO tooling organizations um, through our events and content. Like, there are, you know, a dozen plus amazing teams, Gnosis, working on how to make organizations work on chain. But it's just not, it's not there yet. Like it's, it's close. There's line of sight. There's great teams building, but we're not there yet. So I don't, I don't need to be cool. I don't, you know, or like, I want to be cool, but in like an underground way, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the vibe that we should all be seeking right now. Um, you know, it's going to be really wholesome this year in 2023. Cause we're going to build cool shit together and it's going to be a vibe, but it's not going to be like, you know, we're not gonna be disappointed that FTX collapsed and now all the normies think crypto isn't cool. I don't care about that. I don't care about I'm glad FTX is gone. Like I'm sorry if you've lost money, but like those people weren't building uh anything that was gonna make a long-term difference in the crypto ecosystem anyway. So I'm glad they're gone. You know what I'm saying? So like let's do this. Um, let's build.
0: Yeah. I feel like we've kind of bottomed in terms of maybe not price in the traditional sense of like bottoming, but um, socially and like professionally the, the people, maybe this is just my little bubble on Twitter, but it feels like we've kind of reached the bottom in terms of who's going to be here, who's going to wash out, who's not going to wash out. Um, and now it's just time to like buckle down and build over the next couple years because I'm just kind of realizing this now as I think about like the timeline, like we, st- we always talk about how we started this in a bear market and it's been like six, seven months and here we still are. And I remember at the beginning of it, everyone's like, these bear markets last years, right? And I'm like, yeah, I'll see. Like maybe it'll be like six to eight months, but here we are. And I feel like it almost is kind of just starting in my opinion. Um, or like it feels that way. Um, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like you said, like everything you just said, the little diatribe you just went on is is I think a positive. Um, Cause like we, we kind of talked about this yesterday off, off air, like the past like years have just been about all this research and what to do and what to build. And now it's time to actually put the rubber to the road and build the things and move towards um, the time period where we are able to have tech that actually works and able to on- onboard all these people. I think all of the uh, like, Sorry, motorcycles so oh by. I think all these projects are like onboarding the next billion people into, into Web3, into crypto are good and needed, but also like we don't have the in- infrastructure to support that yet. So we should probably build that first.
1: Yeah, I mean, like if you look at what's left on Tally, right? It's, it's like all of the most mainstream adoption-y stuff that occurred in the DAO space in 2021 was more of this, like, community fundraising, multi-sig, ephemeral DAO, constitution DAO-type things. And those things are all gone, right? Um, like, Tally supports, you know, web three organizations that want to, like, get rolling with the multi-sig and some off-chain voting with, with Tally groups. And, like, there are still some of those folks using tally but like the main core of what's left is these like legitimately decentralized fully on chain on organizations and DAOs, which like in their current state are not ready for billions of people to participate in them but i think we're gonna get there right like uniswap you know the ux keeps improving like if you've already figured out self-custody and you have you're kind of in that like you're not a small, you don't. You're not trading like very small size because gas fees are still too high. But you're also not cha- trading such large size that you'll just like get crushed by MEV. Like you're kind of in that like one thousand to hundred thousand dollar trading range, right? Like Uniswap is the best place to trade almost any asset in in crypto. Certainly any asset that I think is relevant, right? So it's like you know we see these like pockets like tally is legitimately like good UX for DAOs. Like you can go there and transparently see what's happening with the organization. You can easily participate. You can go and see who, if you want to delegate to someone else to participate, you can go and see their voting history, what's happening. Like it's easy to use. It feels good. Right. But you know, it's, it's, there's still like another step that's needed for mainstream adoption. And that's totally okay. Like, um, this year is about surviving and continuing to build together. Um, it's about surviving, but also vibing, right? Continuing to build together um, this like core underlying infrastructure, products, services, communities that are going to form the foundation of the next bull run.
0: Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, jumping right into Uniswap. Like you just said, Uniswap has released their second wave of grants. Not Uniswap. Uniswap Foundation has released their second wave of grants. Few stats on this wave. $946,000 dispersed across 19 total grants. I don't know what the math is on that. That's what like 50, 60K grant, four categories, protocol growth, research and development, community growth and governance, stewardship, Frisian. Thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, this is super exciting. So the Uniswap DAO has had a very large treasury, a billion dollars plus for a long time. But Uh, until recently, they just didn't really distribute the treasury. Um, They didn't really have like a good process for proposing things um, and a good way of moving them through the governance process, a good framework for like what types of projects would actually be interesting to kind of distribute to from the Uniswap treasury. And so they formed this Uniswap foundation last year where they kind of created a a team that got voted in to uh, help coordinate this process. And this is like, I think the first big round of actual funding to happen. So um, we were just talking about all the cool stuff that's going to get built this year. Um, great list of projects here. Um, uh, great list of projects here that, uh, you know, the Uniswap DAO funded uh, to build. So we'll have to keep an eye out on this and, and try to get, you know, submit some funding from Tally as well to, uh, to build some more DAO stuff to support the Uniswap ecosystem.
0: Yeah, this was the uh, very controversial vote that happened months and months ago uh, to just establish the Uniswap Foundation. Um, so it's it's cool to see, you know, you know, months after how it's actually coming to fruition, and uh, now we get to see and and maybe not say judge, but I guess judge is the right word. Of you know, is was that a good decision? Was this? Um, are these people that were elected to the? Or, or, I don't even know if they were elected. If they were in uh, charge of allocating th- this these funds from from the Uniswap DAO, um, if they did it correctly, and if these projects that are receiving um, these funds are are using them to the best of their ability, I mean, just looking uh, across, you know, a little breakdown of, of who they uh, funded, um, it, it seems very uh, intentional and, and uh, given to the re- to the right. What's the word? Right projects, right protocols. We've talked ad nauseum on, on this on this podcast of uh, DAOs basically having their treasuries rated by projects who just submit proposals for funding and then rug pulling the entire project uh, f- for, you know, 50, 60, 100K. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. 19 doesn't seem like a lot. Um, so I think we'll be able to, you know, track it pretty easily. And there's going to be a lot of eyes on this, hopefully, because there was a lot of pushback when this was pushed through so let's see if those same people um you know are able to critique and and have their voices be heard moving forward i don't know what the governance process is for for the grants process you know are you familiar with it
1: yeah i'm not i I know like i'm familiar with the original vote to establish the foundation and fund it um which i think yeah that that was like a democratic trustless process where um you know the yeah the the funding was like actually voted in by by the DAO um i think yeah pe- people have questions about it because like the token distribution in the Uniswap DAO isn't perfect like there's entities especially VCs that hold a lot of power um and obviously token distribution is something that like we're going to keep working on as as a space but um but it was yeah it was a democratic transparent process um i don't think that like the individual allocations. So like each individual grant is passed through an on-chain vote. Um, I have to dig into like how that works. I think that's okay. Like at a minimum, what we want to see is the funding for the foundation be like revocable so that, you know, if the foundation starts like approving things that aren't, you know, considered like, uh, valid by the DAO, they can like revoke the funding on a forward going basis. Um, But, uh, but, but, but yeah, I think on an individual basis, like the, the grants are, it's more of an off chain process. All
0: right. Moving along some news that Frisian teased earlier in the episode from Kali Dow. Keep Kali Dow's V2 protocol is a new model for digital organizations. This is something we'll we'll give you a pretty high level overview on, but it's something I would definitely suggest uh, diving into. We'll link it in the show notes, but Frisian, Break it down for us.
1: Yeah. So, CaliDAO is kind of an organization that's focused on creating DAO structures. Um, they have this legal wrapper for DAOs where you can create like an LLC um, along with your DAO that kind of creates, you know, as much like liability protection as is possible within the legal system um, for DAO, um, you know, governors and, and contributors. Um, and so, you know, that's been their focus so far, but uh, it looks like they're getting ready to release um, and have built a product called Keep, which is more the on-chain side of things for DAOs. So it's like a core set of primitives for kind of creating and representing a DAO or an organization on-chain. And so with DAO, then you would have like this set of primitives that are based on the, I think it's EIP-1155 standard um, that comes with like, uh kind of yeah like a, a a core set of features um in you know that you would need for the dao and then you would also have like the legal wrapper that kind of provides some of that meat space protection so that you have uh, like a set of standards or best practices to start with um both on the on-chain and the off-chain side um as a dao so i think this is really promising like tally has an amazing team um, we're close friends with Ross at at tally um who's the Kind of founder and one of the key contributors at Kali. Um, so definitely would encourage you all to check this out um, and see what's happening under the hood.
0: Yeah, we had a great episode with uh, Ross from KaliDAO. Dot uh, Dot interview Frisian did earlier in 2022, back when uh, Crypto Legal Twitter was popping off around the uh, UkiDAO situation. I'm sure we'll have more content from him and KaliDAO in this year. Um, I just predict there's going to be. Some good legal action and regulation coming from the US government in the coming months, good or bad. We will be here to cover it, talk about it, break it all down. Um, and Collie Dow is, in my opinion, like the authority in, in regards to like uh Dow legal structures and Dow legal content. Um, along with uh Kyler, who's who's been on the podcast before, he's pretty plugged into uh Dow legal Twitter. Um, the nuances of, of the lawyers I love talking to him about. Like, every week he tells me there's some different beef that's going on with like crypto Twitter lawyers and the shit they argue about. It's pretty, pretty funny. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll keep you all updated on that. I would definitely go, uh, take some time to, to look into this because I think, um, in regards to like legal structures and structuring your DAO and in, in a the correct way, it's uh, never too early to do that because I think it's something that's. Uh, Not important until it is important. And once it's important, uh, you're probably going to be fucked because uh, you're in legal trouble. So it's boring, but it's something that's very important. And uh, Callie's making it pretty easy to um, cross your T's, dot your I's, um, and do it the correct way. Um,
1: So not much else to say there. I don't know if you want to bow tie that. No, I think it makes sense. I think we're going to see... more like i think the industry is going to coalesce around a standard for how to represent a DAO on chain um i think there's going to be a few parts right there's going to be this idea of like a multi-sig that's also extensible and can be represented um as an open zeppelin governor so that's what we kind of worked with nosis guild on um to be able to have assets in a safe easily become you know governor tokens that you can then use in a DAO, uh, on Tally. Um, and so there's like, that's kind of what Cali is getting at here is like, here's, here's a like a very thoughtful smart contract that we've built that has these elements, um, for like managing a product. It has a legal wrapper that they built They have like an on chain, um, yeah, multi-sig. And so I think we're going to see some like competition and collaboration amongst like, different players like tally opens up on governor uh you know gnosis uh safe gnosis guild cali and a few others to kind of figure out what this looks like but i think over the course of 2023 and in 2024 we're kind of gonna kind of like settle as an industry on like what that starter pack is um of what the best practices are for for representing a DAO. i think i think there's been like a lot of options out there over time but um we're gonna kind of yeah, coalesce on, on what that looks like going forward. And you can't talk about DAO's
0: operations without talking about Tally. <clears throat> so let's end on some Tally news. Let's, let's talk Tally. What are we shipping right now? What's the, What's the rest of the year look like? Most recently, we've had some awesome updates to the delegation experience on Tally. ENS support directly in the URL. So what that means is if you're looking for a specific delegate or your profile or something that is attached to um, an ENS username, all you have to do is go to tally.xyz.com slash profile. And then you just type in that ENS uh, name and it takes you directly to that profile. Once you're at that profile, um, we're working on making it super, super easy to surface relevant data that you need to know about either who is delegating to you or who is delegating to someone you want to, you know, check out? So in this particular tweet we're looking at, we're highlighting, uh, Dennison, who is one of the more active participants in DAOs. And here you can see his DAO homepage or his profile page on Tally. You can see how it's just linked in the URL to his ENS. We can check out who is delegating to him. There's, um, notifications if it's a self delegation, how much voting power is delegated to him or that user, what date it was delegated on, which DAO it is for, and then it's linked to that profile page. And then right at the top, we have everything um, nice and centered, all the relevant information you might want to see. So we're looking at received delegations. He's received 16 delegations, total tokens owned, 4,356,415 tokens owned, and his voting power is like in the 35 million range. And then regards to actual tokens, and then average delegation age, which is how long he's been a delegate, is around nine months, which is pretty long in my opinion. So, really awesome features coming out of Tally in terms of um, delegation, because we believe you know that is one of the more important things that we need to be focusing on, and need to be able, uh, or need to be servicing for for people to be more educated, more involved, um, and and feel more heard in the in the DAO operations and DAO governance in space. Virgin, any thoughts on that?
1: Now you crushed it, um yeah, exciting stuff you're more more tally shipping tweets to come throughout twenty twenty three so yeah, new year, new year, more shipping,
0: yeah, something I really love about tally and like you know what we're doing is so much of it is guided by user feedback, and we've talked about this before on the pod, but um, I mean a big part of this tweet is like hey we're this is these are the new features, but what else would you like to see? you know what else do you think is important um what do you want to see on tally? What, what is important to you? And then we're continuously, you know, we're fluid in our product and fluid in what uh, features we want to add and what is most important to the community because, um, that is what matters, right? This is a, about making um, everyone feel more involved, everyone feeling like it's it's super easy to govern, super easy to delegate, super easy to just operate their DAO, um, and making it uh, look awesome and pretty at the same time, also being super functional. So uh, definitely more stuff coming out the rest of the year. Not everything we can talk about right now, but uh, stay tuned. I feel like every time we record a podcast, which is every week, we have some new shit that we that we are highlighting on uh, the tally Twitter or the tally mirror or something. So. Um, I'm really excited for the rest of the year, Friggen. What would you say is like the thing you're looking forward to the most this year? It could be something like eat Denver down NYC 23. It could be a particular feature. It could be something more broad, just in general. But um, what are you most excited for? I know I have my answer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I th- I, I'm excited about all of those things. Um, I think in the near term, ETH Denver is going to be sick. We're going to have like a fun presence there um, and be collaborating with a bunch of other DAO people um, through hopefully DAO Denver, which is like a you know sister event to DAO NYC. Kind of got some DAO City stuff happening around the world. We've talked about before, DAO Tokyo is happening pretty soon as well. Um, so looking forward to DAO Denver, which would be like a side event during Biddle Week at ETH Denver. And I think TAO is going to have um, some really cool stuff to show off with our API there. Um in the past, like, like Tally has this really cool, you know, API that, um, cr- you know, creates kind of like a, a programmable way to, you know, represent proposals and dials and governance. And um, it's not something we have uh, made public in the past, um, but we're kind of working on, yeah, making that public and usable and extensible. Um, so stoked to, for some people to hack on that at Eat Denver for sure.
0: I'm excited for all the events eat denver's gonna be sick i think um it's just gonna be an awesome time where you know we don't get to meet up that often all of our internet crew so it's gonna be you know really cool to just meet everyone uh down yc 23 is gonna be awesome that's much later in the year and i think i'm more excited just about like things starting to uh, come to fruition particularly with content guild as i've talked more and kind of like not pumped it but like gotten the word out about content code more i'm starting to realize a lot of people aren't getting involved in it because they don't feel like they have anything to contribute and i think that is uh reflective of a lot of people in the space as a whole they are inactive participants they like to lurk on twitter or like you know passively be parts of dows uh, and i think that's primarily because they don't feel like they can contribute so um i'm more i'm really excited for Particularly content guild and other does too. Um, just getting more people involved, showing people the power of of this new structure of work and um, opportunity that it allows. Per, you know, usually individuals who maybe might not have those opportunities, um, giving them the opportunity to create and then springboard their careers off of that. Um, really excited to see what happens this year. So feel like we've laid a good foundation. And now it's time to you know just continue that and keep building and keep our eyes on the prize and see what happens. So
1: that's what's up. Yeah. See y'all out in the streets. The tweets. Hell yeah. See you on the chain. You know. <laughs> see you in Ethereum. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this.
0: Hell yeah. Um, as always, go check out dowtalk.substack.com to get the written version of each episode each week. Um, we got a great little following over there. Stay updated on everything that'll be in your inboxes. Go subscribe, uh, Tally's YouTube, Tally's Twitter. Um, we release every week, every Friday, and then Dow Talk interviews will be starting up again next week. So keep an eye on your inbox for those. Otherwise we will see you next week for Dow Talk episode number 30, big number 30. So Dirty 30. Frisian, it's been an honor. See you next week. Peace. Peace.